First down and goal. And the Lions! Flags everywhere. The Lions look confused, Akeem, at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, someone was off with the snap count, and that pretty much has been the other side of the line. Offense. offense number 16. That penalty is the time. He's over the play. Chicago's ball, first down. Chomp with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh -huh. Chomp with yeah. straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 67 of The Fizz. Thank you all for joining us. We do appreciate you being here. Uh, we are into October, which is arguably one of the best sporting months that there is in all of sports. This is when it's all getting together. I am so excited for today's show, and I am here with my co-host, J.U. Colcrick. J.U., how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. Chandler Nash also on the show with us today. Chandler, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, Frank. Thank you. Good. Good to hear that, you guys. And I am doing well as well. Thanks for asking. Neither of you did, but that's fine. I did. I said, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I got a short memory, Jay. Off to a rough start here. Been a long I, I know, I know I'm in I know I'm in Canada. I didn't know I was speaking French already. Ah, <laughs> that's right. JU's JU's in uh the Great White North. Great White North. How'd you get over the border? They're letting you do that now? Yeah, I just drove through. I said, I'm J.U. Colquitt, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, pull over, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, please, step, please step out of the car. <laughs> oh, that's, funny. that's great. Yeah. So you're in, you're in Toronto. I just got back from Tampa. Had to do like a quick one day, like 30 hour trip there. And I was, you know, I, I didn't get to see much. I didn't see much at all. I saw the casino. That was about it. That was the only place I was able to go. Which, you know, wasn't, I mean, it was horrible. I lost money. But, um, like, driving through the city, I'd never been to Tampa. And, like, that place is just, like, championship alley right now. I mean, everything was go Bucks, go Bolts. It was pretty fucking cool to see. I mean, yeah. and Tampa is also a big, uh, it's one of the strip club, strip club capitals. Uh, that's a great city for the strip clubs. <laughs> I didn't know if that. you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, Interesting no. fact, Ju. I feel like they've won more championships the last five years than the city of Detroit has playoff appearances for their top four teams. <laughs> that's how they. That's how they attract free agents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I, it was just nuts. Everything was painted fucking bucks and bolts, and like they seemed to have so many hangouts. I kind of saw the area where like the Bucks did their, you know, their championship cruise. Like I could see why an athlete would would want to play there. I mean, fuck, and the Rays are in first, and they were in the World Series recently, right? Two years ago. Yes. Yep. No, last year was it? Was it? last year? Was last it last year? COVID against uh, the yeah, Dodgers. That's right. That's right. Yep. Nuts. Nuts. Whatever. Tampa's a cool place, but the real reason I'm in a great mood as we jump into the show here. Now, this was announced like last week, right after our show was done. But we were talking about him last show with Mom Spaghetti, but we got. Fucking Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick doing the Super Bowl in LA this year. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. 
Yeah, that's a that's a star-studded cast. Um, we've never seen this many acts announced. We always have the main act that brings some people out that they collab with, but we've never seen five, six superstars be announced on top of who's going to come out. Is 50 going to come out? Yes. I mean, Snoop, you know, you obviously already have Snoop Dogg, you have Dr. Dre, you have Kendrick Lamar, you've got Eminem. I mean, this is just this. How many Grammys between them? Over under 20. Over. Oh, way, way over. Way and, over. and an Oscar. Right. I, uh, I couldn't fucking believe it. I saw it and I thought it was like, I thought it was a fake post. I thought Eminem like made a fake post. Right. You, you, you know that <clears throat> this is going to be probably, and I didn't see this halftime show live. You know, I've seen YouTube clips of it because I'm a huge fan of this dude. This is probably going to be up there with the Michael Jackson uh, halftime show because I think that was one of the greatest halftime performances Michael Jackson did. And this is going to top it by far. And you know who he is Jay-Z. Him partnering with the NFL being that liaison with the nfl and connecting this world to football it's, it's absolutely huge um i know he got a lot of shit last year when he first partnered with with the nfl when all this shit was going on with kneeling and whatnot and people called him a sellout and everything like that for partnering with roger cadell and the nfl but i think this is exactly what is needed in the NFL. This this kind of collaboration, this kind of bringing people together. I know there's going to be people out there that saying, "Oh, you know, this sucks." You know, everything like that. They want to have pure rock and roll, and you know, different things like that. But they've they've had those years though. It's not like they have they have right. they've had the rock years 100. percent Yeah, hell in Detroit they had the Rolling Stones. Yeah, when they should have been when they should have been Motown. Yeah, right. Right. And, and uh, no, but yeah, fucking Jay-Z. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. I mean, and that, he's just into making money. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I'm going to partner with the fucking NFL. But this, like what you're saying, like they haven't had like a pure, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, like a pure just hip hop rap show like they're about to have. Right. I mean, like, I, I just I can't believe they're doing it just with like, you know, cancel culture and all the like super woke stuff i mean eminem is you know talked about you know i mean for fuck's sake like we all know what he's talking about i don't even need to say it out loud here just killing his wife is like the tip of the iceberg for eminem and then, right you know, i mean i mean dr dre is is no you know is no fucking you know Fire boy. yeah right he's no yeah exactly thanks for fucking picking a word for me i couldn't figure it out there. <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Dre, Mr. AK coming straight out of Compton, y'all better make way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am I am I'm fucking over the moon about it. Like I I obviously you guys know I'm a huge fucking stan. We just we were just talking about him, which is crazy. And then this comes out. I mean, you know, Eminem like always seems to do this because I'm keeping the most eye eye on him of you know everyone up there, obviously. And like whenever he seems to launch something, you know something, like it feels like more is coming. And it just feels like with the Super Bowl announcement that like I just feel like an album is going to be coming out or, or something. Um, and I'm kind of also curious if this is like the swan song. He's like about to be 50 years old. Like he is, I think he's 48 or 49 right now. Um, Snoop's older than him. Dre's older than him, I think. And yeah. oh, I just, yeah. I just kind of wonder if this is like, I'm going to, I got the Super Bowl at 50. Like this is, this might be it, but you never know with him, but I'm just kind of curious. 
dude, um, Frank, I'm with you a hundred percent. I'm going to, I'm like, when I saw this and I knew Evan, I knew you were going to be, um, what's the word they used to say? You're, you're Russell, Russell, your Jimmy's. Yeah. Russell. Oh, my Jimmy's are more than Russell. This, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is beyond a rustling. Yeah, this is, I'm with you. This is I'm like fainting. This, this is going to be the best 12 minutes in football history yeah i mean they were people were, people yeah. were like commenting like who put the football game in the middle of the, this concert <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah, that's funny i mean who's gonna who's gonna lead off and what's the opening song gonna be with all the hits that they have like you could literally pick 40 or 50 songs as a possibility to lead off this halftime show i know and like i want to say they're gonna open with like forgot about dre just because like I don't know. It seems fitting that people may have forgotten about him, but it seems too obvious. And I kind of have a feeling they're going to stagger Eminem. Like, I agree. I think they're going to stagger him. Like Mary J. Blige might come out and, you know, do a little, do a little thing. No disrespect to her at all, but you know, Eminem's I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be some old school Dre because I think to start off, it's going to be Dre and Snoop because LA. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it could be that old school um, that, that, you know, maybe even, you know, doggy style or chronic. Yeah. Something like that. And then I think Mary J. Blige is going to come out. And then, like you said, I think then they're going to take it into uh, Eminem will come out and just crush it. Yeah, I think he's, you know, because I mean, that's. He's going to pop, pop the lid off the place. I just have so, I mean, I'm, I haven't been ever, obviously never been this excited for a halftime performance, but like, I don't even know if I've been more excited for like, or cared more about what they're actually going to do with the show. Cause like, there's like just so many routes they could take with it. And obviously you kind of feel like this is a little bit of a nostalgia play. Like us three are way more excited for this show than like an 18 year old is obviously. Right. Or like our parents you know, this is like aimed right at us. And like, I just feel like there's so many routes they could take. Like I could see them like redoing that. Um, was it the VMAs where there was a hundred M&Ms, you know, like, like is <laughs> yeah. Eminem going to be blonde? Like, I hope, I hope Eminem starts. I hope he's like back to being fit. You know, I like want him to, he's a little like thicker now. I wonder if he'll like start working out and get a little more trim for this, like his eight mile Eminem. You know what's going to ha- I think this is going to just blow everything out the water because it's, for one, I think this is the earliest a uh, halftime show has been announced. Okay. I think it's the earliest it's been announced. And like I said, too, with the collaboration with Jay-Z and the whole thing, Dr. Dre is the one producing the whole thing. Yeah. So this is his, I'm saying this is going to be a spectacle. It's going to absolutely be a spectacle. It's going to be freaking awesome and with dre involved like anyone could come out because like dre has done so many beats and so many songs for so many variety of artists and like no one's saying fucking no like ed sheeran could easily not saying that that's like but like we could go all the way to ed sheeran like coming out i like anyone like rihanna could be there we don't know Do do you think they'll let um shit what's his name um Guy cool. just lost his name off of he's been owner of Death Row Records. Um, Shook Knight, Shook Knight. Knight. Think they'll let him out of prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might beat the shit out of him in front of everybody. <laughs> Fifty Cent better be there. I think that's almost a layup. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't think we're, I don't, 
I don't think there's going to be anybody else. Yeah. I don't think this, look at this yeah. lineup. Yeah. Like how, what room is there? And it's 12 minutes. Yeah. And how what long room is there for this? How do they yeah. even pick like their track list? The amount of songs between this group of people is insane. Like which one makes the cut for this thing? Exactly. And and this is, you know what, like, we're not the only ones excited about this. Athletes are excited about this. I, I listened to some, uh, you know, um, guys talking on, you know, sports shows and stuff like that. Current players now, they're like, oh, shit, if we're in this, I might have to sneak out and watch. <laughs> you know, like that's it's that it's that big. It's that earth shattering that, that you know, what this is happening. I had I did see a ton of comments just across social media of like this is going to be the biggest since Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, I got to just watch that because apparently it was like the most legendary thing ever. And obviously he was like he's like the biggest star in the world. They did a they did a freaking documentary on that Super Bowl halftime show. That's you know the whole time with him, whole, you know, like the crazy thing about that Michael Jackson thing is he stood out there. He told the producer and he told the band, "Do not start playing until I touch my glasses." And he went out there and just stood there, and it was probably about 30, 40 seconds. But for live TV, that's like five minutes. And the producers like, "What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" And everyone knew, "Do not start playing till I start till I touch my glasses." He touched his glasses. The place went nuts. That's hilarious. (laughs) Okay, so this is this is pretty fun. By the way, I just like looked up, you know, past. Super Bowl performers, and there's some pretty like funny ones in there. But like, so like you remember we were you know we want people bitching they want rock and roll or whatever. Like Aerosmith did it in 2001 with In Sync, and Britney Spears. Uh, yeah, Britney Spears was uh yeah, and and the Mary and Mary J. Blige and Nelly. They <laughs> wow. were they were special guests. Okay, I'm just pointing out a few other ones here. So 2004, man, the two early 2000s are funny. Uh, Jessica Simpson, Janet Jackson, P. Diddy, P. Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock, and Justin Timberlake. Yeah, that's the whole Janet Jackson Titty incident. Oh, that is, that is, that's right. I didn't know fucking Nelly found his way up there and Kid Rock. Like that's, they weren't even picking a show. They were just like, I don't know, throw them all up there. See what the fuck happens. <laughs> oh my, yeah, okay. And then this is when the NFL went like real. Like they must have had like a bunch of Viagra and Cialis money coming in. <laughs> Because 05, 06 was Paul, 05 was Paul McCartney. You, yep, you said it, Jay. You, Detroit got the Rolling Stones. <laughs> the next year was Prince. Prince was pretty tight. Prince crossing it in the rain. Yeah. And then they went back to Tom, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, followed by Bruce, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. So they were just, and then the Who. And then they did the Who in 2010. They were just on this streak of like the Viagra guys. <laughs> this is funny. I would say in recent years, who crushed it was uh, Bruno Mars crushed it. Bruno was 2014. He ripped it. And, then, it. and then the Red Hot Chili Peppers came out, too. I remember that. Um, yeah, and the story behind the Red Hot Chili Peppers, they were playing when Flea was playing the guitar, it wasn't even hooked up because they, they said it was going to sound bad on the TV broadcast. So it was already pre-recorded. So he was just out there just jumping around and playing a fake guitar. Oh, no way. Yeah. Uh, 2017, I really loved Gaga's. I thought Lady Gaga ripped it coming down. In Houston, right? Uh, yep, good call in Houston. And you got to love uh, no special guests. You know she was like, no. 
all just about me. me. It is me. It is like <laughs> I. It is about I, Lady Gaga. Um, Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. Then let's see. Anybody else? Cool? Yeah. I mean, and then Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. That was. How can you forget Beyonce? Beyonce crushed Beyonce it. She's at a cu- She's at a couple. Yeah. Wait, has she had a couple? Yeah. So 2013. I mean, I've skipped a few. 2013, Beyonce went. And Bruno Mars came out too with that too. I think. No, Destiny's Child came out with her. So there might might have been another one. Let's see. Did she get it again? No, she didn't. She didn't. Uh. Uh-uh. No. So yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty damn excited. Last year was the weekend. I thought it was like okay, no special performers, but then Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Sweet God. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Can't fucking wait. I'll keep talking about it. I'll bring it up every show. We'll revisit it. Um, but good. Anything else? Anything else on the halftime shows there? No, I'll just be excited to watch my bills and then watch this great halftime show in the Super Bowl. Hell yeah. Oh, quick question for you, J.U. Well, and Chandler, you can answer it too. I'm just curious to see what J.U. would say, but is, well, Eminem. So if the Rams are in it, you think he just rocks like a Detroit Stafford? Yes. No, <laughs> no, I, did, I think he's probably just going to wear. I don't even know if they'll wear football stuff. I think they'll just be out there. Like, I think they'll wear like non team jersey, but it won't be like a player. No, he's going to come out in like a Lions custom jersey. It says mile on the back, number eight or something corny like that. You know, when he did his photo shoot with uh, Calvin, you guys remember that? Yeah, he had a pretty sweet fit on, but that's when he was blonde with no beard and shit. I like bearded Eminem. Yeah, I mean, he's whatever. He can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. He looks. Sick. How great would it be if Machine Gun Kelly came out? Yeah, and they 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 <laughs> slaughtered him on stage. They, they and him public. and Eminem and him and Eminem hugged. Yeah, like fuck, no way. <laughs> well, who knows, man? He did it with Elton John. That one was even crazier. Right to your a, song, damn. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, music podcast now. We're music yeah, podcast. Should, should we jump into football? I guess. I could keep talking about Eminem all day. I'm just oh, – I'm, you know what? Last note here, I am – I'm like – I'm just proud of him. He is so – like, he obviously doesn't need me to be proud of him, but, like, man, that's such an awesome representation for Detroit, and I just feel like – I never would have thought that guy got the Super Bowl. Whether he was, like, hated or everything he said, especially in today's world, I, I mean, all you got to do is look up his fucking lyrics, but – Whatever. I love it. Let's move into a much shittier subject. Um, the Detroit Lions, we don't have to spend too much time here because we're in the void. We've entered. We're in the void. We're 0-4. We've fallen into the void. I thought they'd have a chance versus the Bears. Chandler knew it. He said all the money's on the Lions. There's no way they're going to win. And they didn't even come close. They didn't even come close. Yep. There's the shark. Chaney the shark. Well, boys, welcome to the void. Let me tell you something. So when I first came to Michigan State in college, Jesus Christ, I did not like like when the Pistons were doing well, I was that guy in the bar rooting for the Lakers, rooting for other teams. Someone threw a shot glass at me because I was rooting for the team. And I was like, you know what? I'm not from Detroit. I'm not from Michigan. I don't have any alliances or ties to, you know, you're talking about God. God. Sorry. So. But then when I moved to Michigan two years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give the hometown team a chance. They won't be my favorite team. They'll be a team that I root for. And you 
Frank, when we first started doing this, just you and I, you told me, hey, this is what happens. Chandler, the first time I ever met you at Ye Old English, you told me, this is what happens. They will string you along, and then they will tease you, tease you, tease you, and give you blue balls. And then you're done and dusted. I was like, you guys are full of shit. I went in all, I went all in. I was about to purchase a D-Swift jersey. This is crazy. I was all in on Dan Campbell. I was all in on the GM. You know what I say now? Fuck the Lions. Oh I'm my God. Back. I'm going back to the old JU. Who don't give a, I'm going to be the villain for the Lions now because they have treated me like they've made me wrong so many times. I had text fired up for them to beat Baltimore to shame you guys. They let me down. All right. And last week was the tipping point of it. It was the absolute tipping point. That was point. it. We went in, yes. When they went into a terrible Bears <laughs> team and they played absolutely terrible. terrible. They, they, their coaching was bad. I told you the coaching lost the game against the Ravens. And then this time the coaching didn't even give them a chance. The players didn't play well. The coaches put them in shit position to be successful. I'm done with the lions. I am absolutely done with the lions. I wish nothing but bad things for the lions. I wish nothing but suffering for lions fans because you guys choose year in and year out to go in and root for these guys. You guys choose to buy the jerseys. You choose to buy tickets there until the Ford family quit treating this team as a hobby. They are not going to be successful until they get a good coach in there because Campbell sucks. It's going to wow. be out of there in two years. It's done. I am done with the Lions. I am done with Detroit. I am done being made a fool of. They say, fool me once, shame on you. I've been fooled for four straight weeks. I'm done. <laughs> four weeks. Four weeks and you're toast. So, <laughs> so you think you got like a bruise or like a wound on you and it hurts to touch? Like, think of like me and Chandler's. Like, it's like you can't even like breathe on it. It is so tender and raw. And then you got to think of like our dads who are like been watching them for like 60 years. This, JU, we tried to tell you. And it's just, it's, you did. You it's, did. It's hilarious that like that week four, which was very like, I don't know, pretty run of the mill for like that was probably the least. Was that the least weirdest one of the year? No, yeah, I, probably it, Green Bay. Maybe lost. Green Bay. Yeah. Maybe Green Bay. Yeah. No, because this one did have some fucking weird shit. Like, uh, I've never seen the snap intercepted. That was wild. <laughs> that, like, I've never fucking seen that in my life. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Jay, Schmickets, it, a it, series it, of unfortunate events. It's hell. It's hell. It's like, and it, it's... It, it's like today I had the thought of like, great, now it's us versus the Jags for like 0-17 or the bottom pick. But then it's like part of you is just not even excited to get the number one overall pick because you're just like – it's it's like like what I – like it's just like the Bears quarterback. It's like I don't care who's in that position. I don't think he's going to be good. And like it's just the entire team with the Detroit Lions. Like it's just kind of like you put the jersey on and it – yeah, I'm sick. I'm sick and tired for four weeks straight of my wife yelling at me for going to the spare bedroom, taking the TV out, bringing it <laughs> and setting up two TVs so I can watch the Lions game as well as my Bills game or someone else. And just so I can be like, ha, I told you guys so. And every time I pull that 
TV out of the spare bedroom, my wife gets all mad at me and I'm taking shit because I'm doing it for you guys, the Lions fan. I'm doing it for the Lions. We didn't I'm ask you to do done. this. I'm done. I am done. Why would you not kick the field goal? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Chandler, jump in, man. Because I mean, uh, JU, I'm, I'm glad you admit your mistakes. Um, I think I had a, a pretty similar sp- a speech last week. And you're spot on, Jay. You're four weeks into being a diehard fan. And guess what? You've learned a lot quicker than I have. Cut all emotional and financial ties. And your life gets a little funnier. And it gets a little better, to be honest with you. But I do want to tell you this. If you're going to be the villain, then I'm going to have to bring this podcast some hope, okay? So hear me out here. We're at the bottom right now. The Tigers were there two years ago, okay? Through good drafting, through smart financial decisions, not spending the most money, but Robbie Grossman, uh, Jonathan Scope. These are good signings. The Lions can start doing that. They had $55 million in dead cap space this year, okay? I know at least – Two or three contenders that need a left tackle. They should be on the phone with them right now, shopping Taylor Decker and seeing if they can get another first-round pick so that they can have six picks in the first three rounds this next year. Why so, picks? Why don't you just crush the free agency market? Get guys that are already proven. All our money's dead. We have all, all our, our money right now is tied up. I say let, let's take the picks. Let's get our bad contracts off. We still have Trey Flowers here for a couple years. Um, let's get as many picks as possible. And then guess what? You hit it head on, J.U. Dan Campbell's not a good coach. He's not a good coach. Terrible coach. He's not a good coach, but he's a bridge coach. In every rebuild, you kind of need the guy that unfortunately is, is kind of the dead man walking. And there, there's really no chance at success because you're bottoming out. Um, that's Dan Campbell right now. And to add to it, he doesn't make the right coaching decisions. So he's going to be in and out in two years. We're going to be on the upswing. It's going to be a little bit more of an appetizing job opening when that time comes. And Lions fans, I've told you this probably, if, if you listen to me the last 20 years, I've told you this six or seven times. We're only like three or four years away. So just stay patient. Yeah. We'll be there in three to four years. All right, you're guys? Nuts. You're nuts. The thing about the Lions is like there's just never – like, it's like, okay, sure, the Red Wings suck right now. They have a history of winning. There's, like, a culture of winning there. Like, you believe it can come back. The Tigers. The Tigers have World Series. The Tigers have won in our lifetime, should have won World Series. That's a whole nother podcast. Like, and obviously the Pistons have won. Like, I like, and all these teams, all teams that have, like, sucked, that suck now or have sucked in the past, like, if they have, like, a history or a culture of just having some winning there, there's, like, hope. But, like, I just know nothing. All I know is the void. All I know is the void is where we live and we die. And it's like full red zone season now. It's like, you're not really even checking in. Um, well, you know what, since, and, and I got to say this, cause like, I just, if it's overdue since JU has, you know, admitted he was wrong. And like, he's a sh- like, he doesn't want to be a fan anymore. And he's like defecting. He couldn't even handle four weeks. And we've been dealing with it 20 years. <laughs> like I have to, I have to admit, uh, like, Golf, you know, I was posting golf's gonna rip it. Golf's golf's gonna be the guy. He's gonna have a good season, dude. He's he's he stinks. I mean, he is. I'm not, and the team stinks. Like, there's a lot of blame, but he is not. He's not bringing it up a level at all. Like at all. I mean, he's throwing picks. He's fumbling the ball, and like just 
no bite. I just got no, I feel zero bite with him. Like nothing. As much as Dan Campbell, like is the bite your kneecaps fucking crazy man. Like I get zero of that with golf with golf. I feel like all he wants is to play for the LA chargers as Herbert's backup for the rest of his career. Like that's what I think he is perfect for. So what I say to that is like, we talked about last week, it's system over talent. Sometimes he's a system guy. He did well. He remember yeah. this guy that we're shitting on played <laughs> yeah. in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Uh-huh. He did well. He played in the Super Bowl because he was in a good system. Great D too. Stafford came from a shit system yeah. and he's been a good system and he's doing well. I think really- Frank, you, you, you could probably go in that, in that uh, uh, Rams You'd be Rams QB and, you know, put up staff for them. <laughs> yeah, I it's a good it. system. I Let's be it. fair. Let's be fair. We have Quentin Cephas and Khalif Raymond. Frank didn't even know the guy's name. He went to the game. He didn't even know the guy's name. He wasn't He wasn't playing yet, though. He wasn't He wasn't even – he wasn't in the roster yet, to, in my defense. In my exactly. Defense. Khalif Raymond hadn't made the roster yet, in my defense. Exactly. And I was so, shit-faced. A big contributor in our offense in week four wasn't even on the team in week one. And – he was playing with last year in the last couple of years, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and a healthier Todd Gurley. So he had a lot of talent around him in addition to a way better system. Yeah, they suck. I mean, they just, they suck ass. But the one, the one question, you know, there's a couple of things we talked about the, the snap getting bounced. Um, I want to know for real, like either of you, like guy who's played in NFL guy who watches a lot of football, because I don't get it at all of why they were when they were down two scores, why they did not kick it on on fourth down at the end of the game to, to get the field goal. They were down, they were down 10. They needed a field goal. Why didn't they just kick the field goal? And I I genuinely think, which no one brought this up, uh, I I think or thought that they thought they had a first down, or golf thought he had a first down. Like I don't know why they did that. And I was just like, do they know it was, did they know it was fourth down? You, you can't think it. There's, there's 15, uh, actually no, 18 coaches all together on the field, on the field and in the box. There's no mistaken. This is the first that you, you got the first down. That's what the I mean. So real, no, no one was yelling about it. So I was like, okay, so they didn't miss this. The real reason is I think Campbell didn't know what the hell was going on. I think he just had a lapse and was like, we need, we need two scores. He wasn't adding up the three and seven. He was just like, we need two scores. So we got to get a touchdown here. We need, and we need 10 points. So let's get, let's get points. Let's he, get the he most. Wasn't adding that up. He had, he remember his pregame stuff. He has four espressos before the game, <laughs> Red Bulls and everything. His heart's beating on his chest. His face is red. You know, he's, he's not, he's not in it. I think it's, it's incompetency and, you know, and it's going to go back. It's 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 a terrible hire. Is there I was all about it before. Is there some stupid next gen stat of like you should go for the touchdown there because the odds? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of fucking anything that why when you're down two scores and we weren't at the inch line, it wasn't like oh I don't think we can get down here again. You know, we were what was it at the the ten or the fifteen or something like yeah, that? Somewhere in there, yeah, ten, twelve, somewhere in there. I mean, Jay. In your time in the NFL, and this is this is being honest, like 
How many times have you seen a lapse like that? And do the players notice in game at that moment? Are guys kind of talking on the sideline like, hey, what the hell is going on? Like, well, Yeah, guys are saying, guys are first saying, why didn't we kick it? Because as a team, you, you practice all those scenarios. You practice last play scenarios. If you can't get a Hail Mary, it's called schoolyard. You, you, you have routes designated for that. You practice everything. Every single scenario that's possibly going to be brought up in a game, you practice it. You practice if the ball is sitting right between the hash, uh, you know, before it's out of bounds or not. You practice that you can stand out of bounds, stand in bounds, and touch the ball. That's a penalty on the kicking team. You practice all those things, those intricate details you practice. You definitely practice, hey, we're down two scores. Five minutes left. You practice four-minute offense. Don't run out of bounds. We're winning. This is what we need. You practice two-minute. Hey, we need – you practice two-minute before the end of the half. You practice two-minute at the end of the game. What you need, how much time, how many timeouts you have. You practice all that stuff. I think Campbell screwed up, and it's on him. It's totally on him. Goff also missed uh, Cephas, like, butt-naked, standing in the middle of the field and went for an out route. That he overthrew that was also open. Fuck God, they suck. And now Ragnow's out <laughs> on the IR. Ragnow's out. So uh, Ragnow, be, let's get oh, off this stupid topic. What, what was that, Chandler? Rapper. Ragnow, Oquara, Hawkinson mispracticed today. Oh. Trey Powers is out the last two weeks. I mean, it is gonna be absolutely brutal these next couple weeks. You know, you guys know I fucking hate Kenny Galladay. You know, you hear this shit, and this is kind of what was going on last year, and you're kind of like, Yeah, I don't know. Like my fuck. My fucking hips bothering me. Like that's gonna be my excuse for fucking. You know, like I got invited to play golf Sunday, and it's like, you know what? Like I might as well just go. Like I'm not missing these fuck. Like why? I, I gotta get my days back. You know what I mean? It's fucking yeah, deep yeah. four, exhausted. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of another thing that's pro- another person that's probably exhausted outside of um, Lions fans, we gotta talk about uh, our boy Urban Meyer. Like <laughs> we absolutely have to get into this because. I am not going to lie, completely, completely fascinated by the Urban Meyer, everything that's going on. It's like my favorite storyline in football, and it has nothing to do with the actual game of football. Urban Meyer fucking loses in a heartbreaker to the Bengals in a game that they should have won, that looked like they were going to win on the road. And he doesn't take the flight back to Jacksonville with the team, goes to Columbus, for i don't know what was the excuse he said he's visiting his grandkids or something Visiting his grandkids and he has a bar out there yeah he has a bar out there but like you know partying for the osu road game at rutgers like nothing makes sense and then he's you know he's like credit card swiping his hand up some chick's ass who's not his (laughs) wife with a picture of his wife right above his head um crazy stuff crazy stuff yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty alarming. I mean, we, I, I mean, Jay, I know you mentioned it, Frank. You mentioned it. We've been joking that he wanted the USC job since week one, and now it seems like it's getting more and more real. And it seems like that is what's going to happen. And maybe if it's not the my uh, the USC job, he's got to be looking at what's going on in LSU right now. They haven't gotten off to a hot start. They might be moving on from Orgeron here in the next year. Or two. This guy should not be hired anywhere. Like he, he's just a dirt ball. He's just got dirt coming out of his pores. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that (laughs) is perfectly what fits college athletics. Unfortunately is a bunch of dirt balls, um, a (laughs) lot of dirt balls, to be honest with you. And, and you know what, I I think uh, to some reason he's in over his head. 
Um, I think he wants out. And I'm not saying he purposely did this, but I mean, come on, you're 0-4 and you don't go back with your team to watch film and work extra hard. I mean, he's kind of indirectly asking for it, if you ask me. I, I get, I get you don't go back with the team. I get it. You, you play a Thursday night game, you get, you're off. It's a, it's a mini buy. You give the guys off till Monday, they come back in Monday. I get it. Don't go back. Go visit your grandkids. You got to see the kids though. You're 0 and 4. I think. He, I <laughs> think. You, you, yeah, you, it's fine. You can be 0 and 4. Give the guys a buy. You might be in much need of break. I honestly think, and like we, we've talked about this offline and everything, I think he's sabotaging himself in Jacksonville so he has an out so he can leave and go to USC. That's exactly what's going on. And his poor wife has sent putting a tweet Oh, Urban's with the boys while I'm. While I'm babysitting the kids, she's there giving the kids a bath. And then the next picture is Urban credit card swiping some co-ed at the bar. He was getting, he has good knees. I'm envious of Urban Meyer's knees. He was down there. My knees walking up the stairs and here's Urban just getting down. Headache free, headache free. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck about anything. I don't think. I don't think he gives a fuck about a single thing. No. And he is such like, like you guys are saying, like he's such like a college guy. He needs to just be like a god on a campus, you know. Like at the NFL, those guys don't give a shit that he's Urban Meyer. No, no, it, it it's it's the perfect opportunity if he goes to USC. Just recruit your city, and you can be a national powerhouse. And it's just like this is shitty for Ty Law, like to kick off his career. I mean, that he's like with this guy. Like yeah. I just I don't know. Ty Law is going to be fucking demanding a trade for four years here. Urban is dirt. He's dirt. And no one, I mean, I don't get how alumni can't just be like, yeah, we're not bringing in this guy. Everywhere he goes, there's smoke. Everywhere. Which has to be. And then he leaves. Yeah. And then he. he, Right when it comes out. And he never, like, gets honorably discharged. Like, it's always faking a heart attack or some personal reason. (laughs) And then he's out for two years. He gets some job. And then he comes back. Did you guys see the fucking the picture that's going around the internet right now of like how to address problems? Like it's it's a picture of Urban and he's going through how to address problems in a broken locker room and it's like yeah. selfishness, trust issues. God, what a dirtbag. That guy sucks. All right. Um outside of Urban Meyer, I'm seriously so into the storyline of that by the way. Uh I just can't wait to keep following it. Um, okay. So Ju, we got to touch on your bills here. They're just fucking red hot. They're doing what we thought they would. And it's mind blowing to look back and think that they lost week one to the Steelers at home. Right. Exactly. You know, they came out, they stumbled out the blocks and you know what the crazy thing is I was talking to, um, a little insider trade in here. I was talking to a personnel guy with the bills this past, uh, actually yesterday, uh, because I was setting up my trip to Nashville for the bills, uh, Titans Monday night game. And, uh, dog. I told, I was like, man, it sucks that, uh, you know, we lost to the Steelers. He's like, you know what? It's not so bad. He's like losing that game early, better than going undefeated and then losing late in the season. Steelers do that. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, it wasn't so bad, but talk about not so bad. The last two, the last three weeks, two shutouts, you know, and so far this season, they're holding their opponents. They're outscoring their opponents 118 to 21. That's college stuff. Exactly. That should not be happening in the NFL. And also in the NFL, a team should not sh- have two shutouts in in a season. 
Yeah. That's unheard of. And they did it within a three week span. Yeah. Granted, yeah. one was Houston, not taking away anything. You still, you can't shut out an NFL team, but yeah, fucking nuts. Bills are red hot. Bills, are red Bills hot. look great. They don't have any weaknesses. Um, and I think this is the perfect time for them to go into Arrowhead. It's kind of like what the Chiefs did with the Patriots. Remember, the Chiefs kept losing to the Patriots, and then they went in that that one Sunday night, and they beat the Patriots in Gillette Stadium, and it kind of turned the tides in the series. I think this is a big game for the Bills this week, and I think they're ready for it. I, if you ask me who's coming out of the AFC, I, I, I hate to side with you, J.U., but you know what? I think you're dead on. Bills are the best team right now in the AFC. I don't, I don't you know, all due respect to both of you guys. I don't want you guys on our bandwagon. Um, <laughs> you guys have that juju. You're wearing a Detroit hat there. You're Frank all Detroit in. You know, I, you know, I'm rocking the zoo today. Zoos are bad, by the way, but I'm, I don't <laughs> oh, Yeah, I, I forgot. We don't like zoos. I don't want you guys on our band. Like, we're good where we are. Bill's Mafia is good. I don't need everyone jumping on to, you know, upset the apple cart or anything. Tip tip the scales. Anyway. I'm getting all up in your apple cart, Jay. Don't you <laughs> fucking worry. Uh, all right. Well, hey, and then just the, the last thing that I kind of want last game here, um, the fucking the Rams lost because I am just a jealous ex-boyfriend and I'm watching everything that the Rams do. But, um, you know, I'll put my hand up. I, I don't know if I said it, but I definitely felt it. Like, I didn't think – I thought Zona was going to come last in that division, and they look sick. And I'm kind of a Kyler Murray hater, and he's ripped it. Like, they've just been good. Yeah. Um, last week I said, you know, I, I like the, the um, Cardinals in this. But if we have any applause or anything, we need to give Chandler some applause because he had the cojones. He had the balls. He had the gall. He had the testicular fortitude. He had, as Vince McMahon would say, he had the grapefruits to put his money on the Cardinals. And he he crushed it. He he. We both said it. We both said, hey, the Rams, and I even said the Rams aren't going to play in the Super Bowl. That was my hot take last week. But Chandler backed it up with his money. I was just talking words. He <laughs> threw his, He threw his greenbacks. On that, and you know, good, good, good pick on your part, dude. Good pick on your part. Jay, you appreciate it. Much respect, and I think it's uh, it's going to be another tough week for them. They got a quick turnaround. They play tomorrow night, uh, Thursday night at Seattle. We're going to see really what the Rams are made of here, um, because they have uh, back-to-back tough division games. Let's see Stafford. Stafford. Yeah, of who I know. I mean, this is what happens. This is what happens. I'm not, see, why am I excited? Like, I should be like, I, my man. But like, I just, I fucking, you know, I just can't. I know, I just fucking can't. Like, me, you're my ex. Fuck, I just don't, I don't want to do, I don't want to do it. I can't, it's like, and then he's going to play in the home stadium with Eminem there. Like, it just feels all wrong. And I feel like I'm not a part of it. He's not going to be there. If he's going to be there, he's going to be in the stands or in the suite watching the game. That makes me feel better. It does. I mean, I, I just got to go behind the wall of like, yeah, it's for the pick for the Lions. That's why I'm not. Rooting. It's not going to be back to back here. A home team plays in their own stadium in the Super Bowl. And only Brady does that. That's just a exactly. Brady, that's like a Brady thing. Exactly. Yeah. And OK. And we just got to circle back uh, or not circle back. We're still on it. And I'll, I'll never say circle back on the fucking podcast again. I apologize. Um, Chandler. You know, picking the cards here, uh, Chandler is just absolutely on fire here. 14 and six on the season throughout the whole NFL. And he is four and oh on Monday nights, 
four and oh clean four and oh on monday nights um ju no slouch at all either 12 and eight on the year i am the lame duck of the crew but still still playing uh in the money 10 and nine with a push and we all know a push is a win but we'll put it as a push but a push is a win everyone knows that push is uh, like kissing your sister yeah easy no it's better it's better <laughs> than a push tying a sports game is is like kissing the sister but I never, you know what? Fuck that saying. I never really got behind that saying because there's, there's like something decent with a tie. So like, what is, what's like decent about kissing your sister? Losing is like kissing. There's nothing decent about kiss. So like, if you're, if you don't get the saying. Yeah, no, it's this is the saying here. You either go for broke, or you don't. So if you're, if you're a team and you're up, you're down seven. You score a touchdown. In overtime, no no time left. Are you going for the extra point or are you going for the two? You got to go for the two. You okay. go for the extra point. It's, yeah, it's like kissing your sister. Yeah. See, that didn't help me. That didn't help explain the saying at all. That didn't help yes, at it all. Did. No, it didn't. Because yes, did. I think the saying like kiss your sister is like, nice, you kissed a girl. That's a win. Ah, but it's your sister. It's a tie. Like that's that's what the saying like kind of goes for, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's the same thing. But with that's but, but nice. That's not... You you nice. You came in close to winning, but uh, it's a tie. You're related to her. Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably overthinking it. I I still don't like the saying. Uh, but a push is different. In gambling, you're supposed to lose. If you push, you, you just like play it, whatever. You kind of tight. No, I'm at the I'm at the blackjack table. I'm at the blackjack. Push is too much work. All right, I'm at the blackjack table. I split some cards and then, you know, double down and all that stuff. And I come with a push. It's not gratifying to me. I'd it's rather not, lose it than, than, um, than do it's too much work. I, I put in too you, much Jay. work. I agree with you. I'd, if you're doing that much work, put it put a W or an L on the table for me. I don't want to exactly. push. It does nothing. For I me. agree with that in sports. When it comes to gambling, I will gladly, gladly take a push over a loss. Too much gladly. work. Too much work, too much, too much emotion invested in it. All right, too much. Yeah, like, you know, I, but, the- I'm gonna be in a worse mood if I lose. I'm, I I think it pushes a win, like not a win, but it's a total. It's not. It's a non-loss. Can you put opinion. this? Can you put a poll up tomorrow? It's a yeah. push a win or is it? Yeah, I want to know what the yeah. Feels. I, I like that. Yeah, is a push a win? Let me write that down. Is a push a win? To me, it's a win. Is a push a win? I'm gonna put that on the story. Um, I also got, um, since we're about to talk about betting, uh, I also am going to put something else out to the followers and I would love Ju and Chandler here to, you guys start thinking about this. I don't know if you guys did it, but Caesars, the betting app, if you dumped a hundred dollars in there, the, uh, you got a gift card for a free Jersey and it can be anyone. And I don't know who the fuck to pick. Like if I was going to pick a lion's Jersey, I'd probably get like a Hawkinson Thanksgiving but I feel like that's just, it's just like too easy. I kind of want to let like the fizz army, like pick it. Like I want to like have them write in answers and I'll keep track of all of them. And then I'll like do a voting thing. And I want to just see if I get like a cool Jersey or if it just turns out to be like the shittiest thing in the world. Oh, it's going to be shitty. Frank. You know, yeah, I know it is. I know it's going to be hanging on golf. You're getting a golf 16. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you know, that's coming. A throwback Joey Harrington. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in either of these, I would just, I would rock. I, I don't want to give too much info of what I'd like or what I wouldn't like. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it could be anything. It could be any NFL Jersey. I mean, I was like looking at 
Falcons, Deion Sanders and like Falcons, Michael Vick. I got close to pulling the trigger on a Michael Vick before I was like, Oh, I'm going to let other people pick. Cause the Vicks right. are just cool. A Vic Jersey and a San Diego zoo shirt. You're so insensitive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Vic was just too sick. <laughs> and I love the Falcons gear. All right, let's move into betting. Uh, I had the worst week on the Sundays went one and two bucks bucks, man. Like, Everyone, I mean, Vegas knew, everyone knew that game was so fucking frustrating. Uh, and I also had a little prop bet on Antonio Brown to score a touchdown. And when he dropped that fucking ball at the end of the game, I had him at five. I bought it down to five. So he catches that. I fucking cash in big time. And that fucker lost the one in the lights. It was a perfect back shoulder throw. Lost it in the lights. And then the second one, he makes that catch nine out of 10 times. That's like an Antonio Brown catch. Low to the ground. Oh, I thought he was going to have it. Fucking losers. So they lost. Casey smoked. Lions fucking ate me and JU's dick right off. Um, JU took the Cowboys and the Ravens. Cowboys are a fucking wagon. Um, you. you did. You did. Even Trayvon you Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, Stephon Diggs' brother. Jay, you're such a piece of shit, too, by the way, man. Like, you just you just flip-flop all over the place. Like, you just I dog the life. Week one, you're like, Bucks, baby. Bucks. Cowboys yeah, are ass. But then how about them Cowboys? Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> we, let you, we let you get away with flop opinions so much. Um, hey, give him some credit, though, Frank. We were both on the Broncos. I thought there was no way in hell the Ravens were going into mile high, and they beat their brakes off. You're right. Because I just fucking – my house is a house of horrors. It's a house of horrors. I thought so too. I thought so too. Well, yeah. Teddy two gloves went down. That'll kill you. Um, Falcons, you got screwed on that one, Chandler. That one. Oh, the the Falcons are just gonna Falcon. They fucking dude. They can't close a game out. Like ever since the Super Bowl, they just have like the yips at closing a game out. It, the, the, the fucked up part is they could have gave up the damn field goal, and I still would have covered. It was third and six at the thirty. And McKissick gets a fucking broken play mm-hmm. screen where the linebacker does a terrible angle of pursuit and he just waltzes down the sideline and in. Unbelievable. Well, yeah, don't I mean, but then he Reggie bushed it from the seven. <laughs> that was crazy. Couldn't believe the kiss got in there. And then you took the Bears smart play there. But it's not about last week, even though a little bit is. It's about this week. All right. We're coming up on a whole new week here. Let's get into our picks. Then we'll do our sheep and shark. Uh, and I'm telling you, if you're listening to this, you got to tail us. You got to start tailing us because even if you took all of our picks, you know, I mean, you're up, you're in the green, you're in the black. We haven't had a, we haven't had a losing week yet um, as a collective group. I've, I just had a losing week, but the group didn't. So <laughs> um, since Chandler's the hottest one, uh, you're going to lead it off here. What, what are your locks of the week? All right, I don't want to take your guys' picks, so I got to make an uncomfortable one to set the tone here. So, And he doesn't know our picks, so he's just ready. Guessing. Frank, who's the hottest team in the NFL right now? The Bills. J.U., who's the hottest team in the NFL right now? The Cowboys. Okay, <laughs> you guys don't have that. I, I got a hotter team in my opinion. Arizona? <laughs> answer the question right, but I'm going to say the Cardinals are the hottest team in the NFL right Fair now. Fair enough. Fair right? enough. They are playing an interdivision home game at home against the San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance on pace to start. Elijah Mitchell still kind of doubtful. Cardinals looked great last week. And that's why I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers. It makes no sense. They've got no tape on Trey Lance. 
Kyle Shanahan's an offensive genius. I think he's going to scheme up a good plan. I think the Niners, wait, no, they're not going to keep it close. They're going to win this week in Arizona, knock off the last undefeated. Give me San Francisco plus five and a half at Arizona this week. This was on my short list, not going to lie. It was on my short list. Before I go, I got a quick comment that you said Kyle Shanahan's an offensive genius. Kyle Shanahan is the guy that said, because Brady wanted to go to San Francisco, he said, if you guys call me, there will be no free agency. They watched film, and they said, Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Brady is at this point, and Brady went to Tampa. Offensive genius, my ass. All right, what's your pick, Ju? What happens? We'll just see, Ju. All right, you heard my pick. Five and a half. All right, we'll see what happens. My first pick. I'm taking the easy route here. I'm taking the the the, the easy money. I'm taking Green Bay minus three against the Bengals. Yeah, what's up with that line? Smells yeah. like fish. Yeah, smells yeah, like exactly. fish. The Bengals are one in the division. They're they're winning the division right now. That it just smells like fish. I mean, you, I think that line should be nine. Packers. Should, I think so too. Packers should beat the shit out of the Bengals. That's why I'm taking the easy money. You're just not <laughs> overthinking it. All right, that's fine with me. All right, let's see what the hell I wrote down here. Oh, this is it. This is my fucking lock of the week. I'm you know I'm I'm coming right back. My absolute lock of the week last week was the the Bucks to beat the shit out of them, uh, beat the shit out of the Patriots. That didn't happen at all. But this one I got to take it. Uh, I am going with the Titans four and a half over the Jags, and it has absolutely nothing to do with the Tennessee Titans and everything to do with Urban Meyer shoving (laughs) his hand up some chick's ass and not taking the team flight back. Um, Titans are also off a loss to the Jets. That's very embarrassing. Vrabel, I assume, tied up the entire team and just slapped them this entire week across the face until they win. A.J. Brown's coming back. I'm not sure about Julio, but um, I don't see the Titans not beating the absolute shit out of the Jags. Um, I'm going Titans minus four and a half. I thought of that one too, Frank, to be honest with you. Uh, what scared me 90% of the early money is on the Titans. Mm. That is uh, a little nerve wracking, but I'm not going to touch the Jaguars with a 10 foot pole. So Ju, you said, what was the phrase earlier? Fool me once. Shame on you. you. Fool me <laughs> twice. Shame on me. Fool me three times, you're dead to me. All right. <laughs> so I'm taking Pittsburgh minus one at home against Denver. Teddy, two gloves. I don't think he's going to play. Drew locks in. I think he stinks. Steelers look so <laughs> fucking bad. They yes. have looked bad. Ben Roethlisberger looks like he should have retired before the season, but I think they come up big this week. Denver flying across the country. Frank, I know you're big on that. Pittsburgh is going to have a bounce back game. They've got too much talent on the outside and and, in the offensive skill positions not to have a game really click here soon. Give me the Steelers minus one at home against the Broncos. Chandler, I I like that pick. And this is like one of those where it's like, okay, Pittsburgh, like, okay, are you this – are you really this – fucking horrible because i don't believe it yet i don't believe you're this bad yet but you have looked like shit to the point where it's impossible to fathom that you actually beat the bills week one yeah Mm, that's a damn good pick that was my next one i knew i should have let off with that one Um, literally have taken all my picks um so i'm gonna go with this one here i'm gonna go 
Oh, see now this one also has a fishy, <laughs> a, a fishy line to this. So, uh, no, it doesn't. Not quite. Not quite. Mm. I'm torn between two, but I'm gonna go with um, the Philadelphia Eagles. I knew it. Plus three and a half at Carolina. Oh. oh. I think Philly has enough offense to uh, get the job done. It's going to be a shootout. If if anything, I would take the over in this game as well. Omaha, Omaha. Go ahead, Frank. Okay. Oh, man, a lot of money. A lot of money there. Okay. Um, man, oh, man. Well, you know what? Actually, I'm just going to fucking do this. Uh, this is not even on my list. I had some other one on my list, but it's kind of boring. It's not that fun to talk about. Uh, this game is going to be the game of the week, without a doubt. Um, and since Ju told me to get away from his fucking team, I'm going to get all oh, over his God. team. Oh God! And I am taking the <laughs> Buffalo Bills in Arrowhead plus two and a half. Bills Mafia, baby! I got red, white, and blue on right now. I might go through a table. I might go through my own coffee table before this one starts on Sunday. You open the show fucking taking a colossal horse shit on the Detroit Lions after stringing us along for three weeks about how good they're going to be, this and that, how I'm, how we don't get it, how we're bad fans. Well, guess what? I'm in on the Bills Mafia, and they're going to beat the Chiefs straight up money line in Arrowhead. No big deal. Go Bills. Bills Mafia plus two and a half. Oh, God. Bills lose now because of Frank. <laughs> You all right, Jay? It looks like you saw a ghost, man. Yeah. Bills, bills, baby. I'm writing it down in the spreadsheet. Bills, baby. Plus two and a half. Let's fucking go. Titans hey, and bills. Hey, if, if KC covers, can JU put you through a table live next uh, fizz recording? <laughs> He's going to have to throw me hard, man. He's going to break my frame before the table breaks, for sure. Yeah, and if and if uh, if they win, I get to uh, I get to throw him through. I get to pick him up and throw him through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys uh, see the video of the Bills guys throwing their girlfriends through the tables? Oh it's yeah. Crazy. It's like a power bomb. Crazy shit. Yeah. My wife would well, that's not even whatever. It's nuts. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Go to the sheep and shark. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sheep shark bet. Again, we want to thank my buddy DV always coming in clutch with the action.com pro account. Um, so Thanks, JU, Omaha, Omaha. We had 93% of the money on Carolina minus three and a half. Oh, nice. That is about 7,000 bets in on it. So the, the sheep shark this week, we do take the highest percentage of money. This game hasn't been bet, though, as much as a lot of the other games. So we're really early on seeing where the money's going in this game, okay? So we've got 71% of the bets and 93% of the money on this team. I believe someone on the fizz – has picked both of these teams each week that we put placed our bets. Okay. So that's a little fun fact. That is a fun so fact. We've got 93% of the money on the Las Vegas Raiders oh hosting the Chicago Bears. Raiders minus five and a half on the strip this Sunday at 405. 93% of the money again on the Raiders. JU. Who you got? You going with the sheep and you going with the Raiders or are you going to be a shark and are you going with the Bears? 
Raiders lost a tough one last week. Gruden's going to have a, a growl on his face, a scowl on his face, whatever you want to call it. The league's leading passer, Derek Carr, had a subpar game. He's going to bounce back. I'm a sheep. I'm going with the Raiders. <laughs> Frank, what do you got, man? I uh, I looked at this one for a while, and I thought the line was kind of fishy, and it was like, if I'm going to pick an uncomfortable one, I'm going to pick this one. I hate picking the Bears. It makes no sense to me, and that's exactly why I'm taking it. Now that you said uh, it's the sheep shark bet, call me a shark, baby. The water, there's blood in the water. The Bears cover. <laughs> I was trying to do it like the Raiders. The Bears cover the five and a half in Vegas. You know, it doesn't make sense. Vegas starts to really – uh, click after about week three or four, they get to know how to handicap things. Justin Fields named quarterback number one. I think that gives him a little more confidence going into the week. Damian Williams, albeit versus the Lions last week, did look good coming out of the backfield. Um, it, it doesn't make sense. There's 7% of the money on them. Raiders win by three. Give me the Bears plus five and a half. You know what this should just be called for everyone listening is like the don't, the just don't fucking touch it. But because <laughs> like, like I, I, I got to get some numbers straight here, but I wonder like what the sheep and sharks at because it feels pretty five feels pretty 50 50. It was I looked at uh, two of the weeks. So outside of the Thursday night game, week two and week three, that was the team that had less money on it was seven and nine and eight and eight. So the sheep are barely ahead in weeks two and three. I didn't do it for week four yet, though. Wild. Titans, Bills, Bears for your boy. Green Bay, Philly, Raiders for J.U., Chandler, Niners, Steelers, Bears. Those are the locks of the week. We're going to quickly touch on college, and we'll wrap this show up. All right, boys. Nice picks. Nice work. Good luck to everyone's bets this week. Let's touch on college here. Um, Basically, you know, the note I had, State did what they had to do. They took them to the woodshed. They, uh, what are they? The kid, what are they? The Highlanders, the Hilltoppers, Hilltoppers. Yeah. Whoop, whoop the Hilltoppers. Um, and one thing I've just noticed is, is Mel changes like the slogan of Michigan state every single week. Um, this week it's, it's brand new. It's like, what is it? Like they, they're, com- they're storming the gates. It's something ridiculous. It's something weird, but yeah, that's my Michigan state take this week. What do you guys got for my Michigan? My Michigan State take is um, I wasn't I wasn't happy with the win. Um, I thought you know it was a decent Hilltoppers team, um, but we let up too many points. Uh, this bend but don't break defense is going to bite us in the ass at some point. Um, I thought a team like that coming in after a nice win against Nebraska, a team like this coming in back to back night games, uh, homecoming, we should have came out more fired up, more ready to go. Um, and just absolutely put them to bed, and we did not do that. We let them hang around. We let them think they belong with us in Spartan Stadium on homecoming. Um, Fair enough. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't too, you know, happy with that win. Jay, you couldn't have said it more better. Um, I, I think I agree with everything you said. Um, this isn't going to cut it when you have the Michigans, the Ohio States, the Penn States of the world, who we all have remaining on our schedule. You've got to be ready, and you've got to be ready to play 60 minutes of great football. And I feel like it just fell off uh, after the first 25-ish minutes. Um, but you know what? Nonetheless, it's a victory, but it's not something that they should be hanging their hat on. Um, they need to be better going into this second half of the year. 
and especially by the end of the year when they finish the season with Ohio State and Penn State. Yeah, this week it's the takeover. That's that's what Mel's running with this week. It's the takeover. Um, you know, if if you know, I really want to get to Halloween weekend undefeated for Michigan. If we and I, and I, I mean, obviously, I want to get past that too. But like, fuck, if we trip to like Rutgers or something, I'll be so pissed off. No excuse for it. No excuse let's for this it. Stat. So let's just say into the the Devils night game. Okay. 1956 MSU was number two Michigan was ranked number five okay other than that the only other time they played both in the top 12 2015 trouble with the snap when MSU was seven Michigan was 12 this could possibly be probably won't surpass 1956 but this could (laughs) possibly be the highest ranked matchup between these two teams in roughly 70 years that's crazy and it's just like, you know, uh, I got to say the line, like if you're, you know, we're looking at betting all the time, terrifying line. I mean, it's, this game scares me this week a little bit. I hate to say it, but it's just, we're on the road. We're ranked 11, you know, like it's just a big 10. It's a fucking conference dog at home. And you it's scare you a little more. Yeah. Scare me. It's fucking spooky season. of the money on Michigan State minus five. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Fuck, I hate it. Well, all right. Remember that it's Rutgers. Well, you know, and, you know, I'm just fine with winning by three. I mean, I would rather win by a much more comfortable margin, but that doesn't necessarily mean we lose. Just means we don't cover. I mean, fuck. Same with Nebraska, right? Well, I was just going to say, let me slip that in before we switch gears and get into our picks, but – 95% 95% of the money on U of M minus three and a half right now. Spicy shit. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, speaking of U of M, you know, is U of M that good or is Wisconsin just that shit? Cause I, you know, I don't normally tend to side with U of M, but Wisconsin just, I've watched like randomly all their games this year and they just kind of look like shit. No, Wisconsin's terrible. Their offense sucks. Their <laughs> offense is absolutely terrible. Mertz is bad. I dog him every – I feel like that's my note every week. Like, hot take, Mertz is <laughs> terrible. Yeah, they, they don't move the ball. Their defense is on the field too long. Wisconsin has a decent defense, but they're on the field too long. They're tired, and the offense doesn't give them a break. Uh, Wisconsin's a bad team. It's not – U of M's a middle-of-the-road team right now. It, it, no, it was surprising. Wisconsin's a bad team, and they have the top rush defense in the nation – and they still only have one win. They're a terrible team. Whoever signed Graham Mertz to an NIL deal got conned. That guy <laughs> is a con. He stinks. Yeah, and the tides are turning as far as our picks go. I have now lost two college in a row after starting 5-0. and The dogs are now whimpering. They are not barking. Notre Dame got their dicks kicked in. That felt like the wrong pick when I picked it. Um, JU took took Wisconsin. They got their dicks kicked in. Bad look for both of us there. And then off, finally in the win column for the college picks is our boy Channy. Channy nails Georgia minus 18 and a half. With conviction. With conviction. Nailed it. (laughs) Let's get into our picks this week. Um, I already hate my pick, so I'm going to lead off just because I want to get it done with. Um, Where did I write it? Where the hell did I write the pick? I wrote the pick, can't find the pick. 
Um, someone else lead off. Forgot my pick. I'll, I'll lead off. <laughs> Thank I'll pick you. Up, feel good. I'll pick up, feel good about two teams that got embarrassed last week are playing each other, Ole Miss and Arkansas, and I'm taking Ole Miss plus five and a half. Ole Miss Lane. five and a half versus the Hogs? Yes, Lane Kiffin bounces back. Lane Kiffin, get your popcorn ready. <laughs> the Kiff? Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. Chandler, what do you got? All right, gentlemen, I'm going to ask you a couple questions, all right? Mm-hmm. Where is – what state is Liberty University located in? Virginia? New York. Wow, Frank. Virginia, correct. And Damn. what is Liberty University's mascot? The Eagles. Bulldogs. The Flames. The, the Flames. Liberty Flames. That makes and no sense. They should be the <laughs> Eagles. They should be the Eagles. They are out of, I believe, Lynchburg, Virginia, the Liberty Flames. Hugh Freeze, one of the greasiest car salesmen in, in college football. <laughs> He took Old Miss, had a couple good years there, and now he's got Malik Willis, first-round quarterback with uh, Sam Howell and Spencer Rattler playing like ass. This guy might be the first quarterback <laughs> off the fall in the spring. Malik Willis, they're playing Middle Tennessee State, who just beat Marshall last week. Too much firepower. Give me Liberty laying 19-and-a-half at home against Middle Tennessee State. That is an absolute big brain pick. I can't believe you just fucking threw Liberty at him. That is an NCAA tournament pick. What was it? How many points? 19? 19 and a half. I, I couldn't bring myself to any other game. This slate is tough this week. Yeah, it is. Uh, and Jay, what was Ole Miss? Plus five and a half. Plus five I got him minus five, Jay. Minus five, yeah. He's Ole Miss minus? I had him at plus five. I'll take, I'll, take him, I'll take him minus five, yeah. Wild swing, wild swing. Yeah, Arkansas is definitely the dog in that one. Uh, All right, guys, I'm throwing the Hail Mary again. You know, the last time I did this, I missed by three points with a 49-point spread. So this week I'm doing it simply because I just keep thinking I'm reading it wrong. But it's an SEC matchup, uh, Vanderbilt at Florida. Florida is favored by 38 and a half points, I got to take Vandy to just get their hands on a, a fucking, right? They got to get their hands on one of them. I am, I'm doing it. I'm taking Vandy, 38 and a half. Florida thinks they're waltzing into this game. They're going to win by 37. They're going to win by 37. Florida blows the doors off them. <laughs> yeah, they can still blow the doors off of them it's, and it's, not it's cover. football, right? Not baseball, right? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. yeah. No, I'm oh. taking Vandy, 38 and a half. 38 Great. and a half. Huh? Didn't you see the article? Vanderbilt, UConn, they were selling tickets for a dollar. <laughs> Vandy, Vandy's going to prove some people wrong this week. I'm, I, I, this pick sucks. I understand that. But come on, Vandy's got a big dog. That's fine. They're going to knock down a pass at the end. It'll be good. Um, what was funny, the last time I took Akron, the game was 7-7 before it blew up in my face, um, which is just wild. All right, team, we are going to move. We're going to skip the simple questions, complex answers again because we take too long um, talking. Um, so let's move into over under. And actually, while we were sitting here, uh, Jerry emailed, um, I, we had, we had, yeah, we had no over unders for the day. And then Jerry out of left field, uh, didn't answer me all day and then sent me the list. Um, and he wrote buzzer beater, no LGRW at the top, just wrote buzzer beater. So, um, Jerry also said, I've been being too nice to him. Um, at the lead up of these. So I don't know. 
What do you want? Yeah, because you, you you scared Jerry's gonna quit again because Jerry quit last year. You scared? I'm not, I'm not scared, scared of scared shit. Jerry. I'm not scared of anything scared of related. The only thing I'm scared for Jerry of is like getting diabetes because he's so overweight. That's the only thing I'm fucking worried about with Jerry. I'm worried he's gonna have a heart attack from eating too many Buffy chicken sandwiches. By the way, Jerry, you know, just throwing it out there, I'm all out of tea. Yeah, Jerry, we need some tea. Oh, we should. I should start. Go buy, sell the tea. Uh, I bet you if you type in the code Fizz Podcast, it'll still give you a twenty percent off or ten percent off. <laughs> Go to selvatea.com, buy the tea. See, I'm being like more nice again. I'm like promoting his product. Uh, you are. I'm the Jerry guy. You're the anti-Jerry. Yeah, fuck you, Jerry. Um, all right, Jerry sent the list. Thanks, Jerry. You piece of shit. Number one on the list, over under. Ju's leading off. Chains. Simply the word chains. Oh yeah, I, I'm a. I think chains are underrated. You know, I love a chain, a gold chain, silver chain, dangly chain, choker chain, any chain. I'm choker in. Choker chain? chain. You gotta wear yeah. a choker. You gotta wear a choker. If the oh, Bills no, win, you gotta wear a choker. There's the new chains now that just comes right around your neck. The running, a lot of running backs wear it nowadays. Come on, Frank, get with the times, man. <laughs> I got nothing, man. I got nothing. I'm fresh out. Uh, Chandler, what are you feeling with chains? Oh, I'm, I'm all on board with J.U. You look, I got the gold chain on, always rock the gold chain. Gold chains, chains in general, underrated. So here's the thing. You're both, you're both right. Okay, chains are sick. I This is funny that this actually came up. It's wild that Jerry actually put this because I got no chain. I, you know, I think I wore a chain for like two weeks in grade school. I got this little like St. Patrick's one. It was kind of cool. Uh, I never really wore a chain, but lately I've been really wanting like a chain, like a, like a small, like dookie rope looking fucking chain. Like, I don't think I could pull it off. I don't even know how it would look, but I really want one lately. And my wife just keeps being like, I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if you can do it. So that's where I'm at. But I think they're underrated as hell. Chains are sick. If you can pull them off. I just don't think I can. I don't think I can pull it off. Um, maybe I'm a coward. Number two. Number two, everyone's underrated on the chains. Uh, number two, Michael Myers. Spooky season is upon us. Oh, wait. Yeah, Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Do you think he means the actor or the killer? No, I think he means no. the killer. Halloween, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, because he would have wrote Mike. He wrote Mike Meyer, Myers, right? That's Austin Powers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to start. I'm, having, I'm losing it here, boys. It's been a long week for me. Mike, Michael Myers, the killer, totally underrated, like a classic killer, total, total, total nailed it, like staple in the Hollywood season. I love Hollywood and spooky season, all that scary shit. Michael Myers, underrated. I'll, I'll take this one. I, I, I agree with you, Frank. I'm going to keep it short and simple. He's the face of Halloween, one of the original Halloween villains, spooky, whatever. Mike Myers, underrated. Uh, fuck Mike Myers. I could take him. Um, so walking, <laughs> everything like that. No, I'll take Freddy Krueger over Michael Myers all day. Yeah, Krueger lives Michael. in your fucking dreams, man. That's fucked up shit. <laughs> that's, that's scary shit. Yeah. That's fucked up. Uh, all right, number three, speaking of fucked up shit, uh, number three, Urban Meyer. Urban <laughs> Meyer, this guy sucks. He's overrated. That guy sucks. I just did half the show on him. Fuck him. I hate him. Overrated. Say no more. <laughs> yeah. Who over here was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some people really like that credit card swipe um, <laughs> who would give him the underrated one. All right. Number four, number four, camping. 
camping. I feel like we've done this one before, Jay, but I could be wrong. Camping. Yeah, I think we did before, but um, tough look, Jerry. It's when you no, it's when you fired Jerry, and then the other the Fizz Army was sending it in. Um, for me, like I, like I said, mowing my lawn, I I don't do it. I you know I've worked myself to the point where I have money to mow my lawn. I've worked myself to a point where I can get a hotel and not sleep in the woods. Now I don't care about eating food fried over open flame and shit like that. No. I don't want to get bitten by bugs. I don't want the the fear of a tick coming to me. I don't want to be uncomfortable when I'm sleeping. So I don't care if you say, oh, you can go there and drink beers and blah, 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 blah. I can do the same thing somewhere else yeah. in a nice, warm, comfortable hotel room, yeah. house, bar, something. Anything. Anything. Camping, overrated. Yeah, yeah. I don't really have much more to say because that's ex that's exactly how I feel. I always I make the same joke every single time someone mentions camping. It's like a dad joke. I just say like, I love camping if I'm in a hotel. Like I just <laughs> like I I will camp as long as I'm in a house with all the amenities that just make it not camping. I don't. Yeah, know. I'll go to a I'll go to a cabin in the woods, like you know, with like lights and air conditioning, uh, and like Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for I'll sure. I got no. I got nothing with the great outdoors. No Boy Scout here. I mean, other than doing it in my friend's backyard in junior high, I, I've never camped. I, I don't have any ambition to camp. Uh, you know, camping while it's raining sounds miserable. The stories of you waking up in water. I just, I, no, no, no. Overrated. No, not at all. Yeah, I just, not a big camping podcast here. That's hilarious. All of us are just like, absolutely not. We should go camping now, us three. <laughs> I just bitch about it the whole time. Dunham sponsorship. <laughs> Number five, very hot in the headlines these days, Britney Spears for our final over-under topic. Britney Spears. I'm going to jump on this. America's sweetheart, absolute smoke show. Uh, the conservator thing is confusing and sad, all wrapped into one. She has so many hits. She is one of the gals that, you know, we all grew up to, became men about. She was like, what's that? I'm feeling kind of funny. That's who Britney Spears is. That's who she will always be to me. Britney Spears is underrated. You're a goddamn American hero. Yeah, Frank, I'm going to go around along the same lines of that. I was always Britney over Christina growing up, you know, better hits. Thought she was better looking. I got nothing against Britney Spears. Great artist, great personality, great childhood memories. <laughs> you are an absolute fool. I'm going Christina <laughs> over Brittany all day long. Uh, Christina in that dirty video. Whew. Well, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. Like I just want to be clear. It's just as Britney Spears over or underrated. It's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. Britney versus Christina here. Because <laughs> they're 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 both underrated to me. Like that's true. I, I got. I, 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 I said Britney is overrated. This conservatorship thing, I don't care about wow. it. I don't, I don't, you know, like dad wants to run her money. He will, he do it. She's crazy. Go to rehab, go to therapy, whatever. I'm overrated. Probably the I'm most, probably the most underrated, uh, the most unpopular opinion uh, the Fizz has ever seen that Britney Spears <laughs> is overrated from JU. JU yeah. is tired from the long ride to Toronto. Um, I'm tired from the long <laughs> week. We're all just worn out. Uh, but that's it. That's the show team. We did good here. Uh, JU, some show notes to end it up here. JU is defected from the Lions. Um, I picked the Bills to win. JU thinks 
Britney Spears is, is overrated. Um, and Chandler picked Liberty. So that was this week's show. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Keep listening. Um, I know big fans out there, if you, uh, pick the Patriots this week on my Instagram story. I still need to do the drawing for the Jets gift card. I will do that. Just trying to get to everything this week. I will reveal a Jets gift card winner. Uh, Jerry, thanks for the list. Don't forget to write a review on Apple podcast, share this with your friends, follow on YouTube, follow on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everything in between. I appreciate you guys. That's episode 67. See you next week for 68. Peace out. See everybody. Thank you for the support. Up to me, you motherfuckers stop coming up to me with your hands out, looking up to me like you want something free. When my last CD was out, you wasn't bumping me. But now that I got slow company, everybody wanna come to me like it was some disease. But you won't get a crumb from me, cause I'm from the streets of I told them all, all them little gangsters, who you think helped mold them all? Now you wanna run around talking about guns like I ain't got none. What you think I sold them all? Cause I stay well off. Now all I get is hate mail all day saying Dre fell off. What? Cause I've been in the lab with a pin in the pad trying to get this damn label off. I ain't having that. This is the Millennium of aftermath. It ain't gonna be nothing after that. So give me one more platinum plaque and fuck rap. You can have it back. So where's all the mad rappers at? It's like a jungle in this habitat. But all you savage cats know that I was strapped with gas when you were cuddling a cabbage patch. Nowadays everybody wanna talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about grace. Nowadays everybody wanna talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about grace. Nowadays everybody wanna talk like they got something to say. But nothing comes out when they move the lips Just a bunch of gibberish And motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre